I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Song stuck in my head, don't, that Victoria's Secret song. Don't sing it because no one in Australia really knows that song. I think it's only big in the US. Do you know Victoria's Secret? Well, she was, was made up by yeah, a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Victoria's Secret by Jax. However, look at it on YouTube or something. It's like, I don't know, it's very catchy. It's not a great song, but it's very but, catchy. And it's but not you, Jax. You. That sounded like you were plugging no, your own music. No, not me. Uh, <laughs> I, can I sue her for stealing my name? No, you haven't. <sighs> You have absolutely no claim to that name. Damn In it. fact, it's not your real name anyway. So, do you know what? I was considering making like a play for you know, like becoming an artist. You know, starting writing some songs. Now I can't do it because she's stolen my uh, my artist. Yeah, you're gonna name. just have to be like Veggie Boy or something. That's not Can a bad imagine? idea, actually. Hey, guys, there's this new great track by Veggie Boy. Everyone just like, fresh hits. Veggie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, every week, Jax and I and Franco, who's graced us with his presence today. Hello, Franco. Hello. Yes, I decided to show up. He's Sorry for being boy. MIA. Yes, You're allowed. Been. You're allowed. You're not me. You're Franco. <laughs> uh, every week, the three of us or the two of us, depending on who shows up, uh, take your questions, <laughs> listener. We call you Ronnie so that we keep you anonymous. And uh, we just give you advice on them, you know, uh, and that's what we're going to do once again this week. However, I yes. have a question that I want to Oh, you've ask. got a question this week. Um, I, I will say, preface this by saying none of us are professionals in Mm-mm. the the realm of helping. Mm-mm. Not even. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we trained. can help thing. We help people every day. Um, you know, I it- help Shane by making his peanut butter roll. I mean, yeah, but that's not really the, what we're doing here, you know. No, so, no, no, no. But you said we're not trained in helping. I think we're not trained yeah, in Yeah, but you're not trained in making advice. peanut butter rolls, are you? No, I suppose I'm not. 
Yeah, so, uh, but we just, you know, we get on here every week and we find your best questions and your worst questions and we do our best to give you some advice. If you have a question uh, that you'd like us to answer, big, small, somewhere in between, send it through to canwehelpyoupodcast at gmail.com or you can head to our website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com and fill in the form. I've just smashed a butter chicken before we came on um, from... Smashed a butter chicken. Yeah. (laughs) How's the indigestion? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, do you know what it's like? But here's the thing. I've been trying to find a new, um, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. There's not great Indian here in mm, LA. Mm, um, mm, someone did message me and say, uh, there's like a little India that's about an hour away from me. That's maybe 40 minutes away from me. Oof. Um, so it's a little far to travel for a butter chicken. However, um, we've, we've decided because our favorite Indian place, local Indian place closed down, we're going to try... You know, there's three or four other local Indian places, so we're going to sort of dabble around the other places, see if they're any good, and we tried one tonight, and it was it was okay. Butter chicken was, oh. yeah. Yeah, so you don't want okay. You want to find – you. there's a good Indian in every suburb of Australia. You just have to find and it. And a good restaurant. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I reckon there's there's got to be somewhere. Um, you know what I've noticed is everywhere does – Samosas really well. That's not uh, true. No, everywhere here at least that we've tried, oh, okay. it does samosas really well. But the okay, curries... I can show you a real shit sh- samosa if you want one. Oh, Where goodness. is it? Local, your local place, Franco? It, it it was a potential local place. It's definitely not the place I choose uh, to go. What did they do to fuck up the samosa? Because I find the beauty of uh, so okay. Thai curry puffs. There's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can have different pastry. The filling and the sauce can be different. With a samosa, I feel that there's one way to do it. Um, The only difference is some places serve it with that lovely tamarind sauce and yogurt and other places just do the yogurt. What did this place do to so severely fuck up a samosa? Honestly, I don't even think it came with a sauce. It was more <gasps> of like a takeaway kind of place. Oh, yeah. oh, no. It was just dry and it was the texture. It was kind of um, crumbly, like in the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. Was the filling nice at least or filling just off as well? well no, the, the filling was, was the crumbly was part. Like it was just oh. kind of, yeah, oh. it was just dry oh, all no. the way through. Oh, goodness. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. So, um. Oh, fuck, I want that, And, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I didn't have it with sauce. So just a real bad dry experience. I had great. <laughs> yeah, I that would be. Oh, yeah, you don't. You can't even use the sauce to, like, kind of hold it all together. I had a great food court Indian the other day, um, place at Burwood yeah. Westfield that I've been going to for years, actually, but I haven't gone to Burwood for years because I've been living in Melbourne. And I went back there um, the other week and they, they had a goat curry in their in the Indian. Yeah. Fuck, it was good. Um, also, Palak Paneer, delicious. Uh, mm. So there's good Indian everywhere. But anyway, um, I think you need to keep trying, Jax. It doesn't sound like you were yeah, we whelmed enough. Yeah, trying. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot of work, isn't it, to find a yes. place that you trust? It's a yes. lot of work. And not only that, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Indian's yeah. not cheap either. It's, no, Indian's it's an expensive risk. food. Like you've got to have Indian that you don't know if it's good or not and you've just got to keep doing that until you find the right I know, until you find, you find right something one. good and hope that you find something good. And it's, you know, it's not just the curry. It's like you've got to get the full experience every time you go. You've got to get a curry. You've got to get a, you know, you, you don't know whether it's going to come with rice so you've got to get a rice just in case. You've got to get a naan. You know, like. Two curries uh, at least as well. You've got to do two yeah, curries. Yeah, add something quick. Yeah. 
Um, well, I have a question that's not related to food somehow. Oh, okay. Really? I just need to know if I'm okay. Is it too early to be getting ready for Christmas? Um, oh, that is a good question. I did this thing at work today. <laughs> I've been, I've just been, I've been looking for presents for people. I've been planning. Um, I'm like talking to my family. I'm like, okay, so when's the family Christmas and what time are we meeting and da da da? And then I keep going, hang on, it's early November. We're still a month and a half away from Christmas. And I know time goes very quickly at this time of year. We go, oh, it's November. And before you know it, it's December 24th. But I did this thing at work today and I may have overstepped. I mean, everyone acted like oh they were into it, but what I'm happened? not sure if they were. I was recently appointed in a new role at work. Oh. Uh, no. Congratulations. Uh, no. no oh, it's not the sort of role you think. Promotion for you? It's not the sort of role <laughs> you think. Um, I've oh, been my God. Are you the fire warden? No, I'm the first aid officer already. That is an official <laughs> yeah, okay. um, addition. <laughs> I have been appointed the Chief Vibe Officer of the Sydney Newsroom. Oh, goodness oh, gracious me. That's the most corporate leadership thing I've ever heard of. I know. No, and well, you of all people, like you're not a, you don't like people, so. I don't like people, but I like, you Chief know. Vibe I, Officer? Vibe Officer. Uh, what oh, was one of my okay. first initiatives? I did you, so, wait, my, wait, wait. Just, just, let's just rewind a little bit. How did the. How did you get appointed? Like, what was the meeting? Was it in front of the whole newsroom? And they went, guys, little, okay, little well, hang uh, on. newsroom newsroom meeting, come on. All right. Uh, got a special announcement here. The newsroom is small. There's only six of us. And we're all yeah. females in our 20s. Um, our boss is a little older, but she's young. Um, yep. And we all kind of are silly and don't take our jobs when I say don't, I, we don't take ourselves super seriously in our job. Yeah. So obviously we report on news. There's horrible stuff that happens every day that we have to deal with. But as a whole, we find the light in most things. And mm-hmm. we have like a whiteboard and we always, you know, we put up, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain if you're not there. <laughs> yeah. My, I was saying we do this thing. Oh God, this sounds like, we do this thing called clapping meetings where the idea oh, is that you celebrate yep. something really lame that you've uh, achieved. So, for this, example, can I just can I just ask? Is this is some like consultant come in and be like, guys, this is how we up the vibes? We do clapping meetings. Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> the difference with this, and I'm, I'm being really serious with this, right, right? Is that on a corporate level, it's very hard to achieve culture and vibe because yep. you have our office is huge. We have like 350 people in our office. You can't cater for everyone. News often gets left out. We work weird hours. They organise things when we – the Christmas party this year, get this, yeah. is on a Thursday at 6 p.m. 6 oh, that's p.m. that's dumb. Who puts a party going? on a Thursday? I'm, I'm just – I'm not going. Like I just oh, – sorry. I'm not – A, Thursday, fuck you, I have to get up the next day and go to work. But B, 6 p.m., put it on at 2 and I'll come. You know what I mean? I'll come on a Thursday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. and, you know, show my face. I'm not coming at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Anyway – you know what also, bo- sorry, just, you know what's annoying about that is that <laughs> all the, all, you know, when they put something on at like two or even six. The bosses don't have to show up and work properly on Friday? Yeah. They yeah, turn 100%. up. Firstly, yeah. they take the day, if it's on at six o'clock, they take the day at 12. And all the sales team, they're like, oh, yeah, just, just you know, chill off at 12 o'clock and then yeah. come back for the yeah. for the party. And they come yeah. back for the party. Yeah. They stay out all night. Mm-hmm. And then they rock up at like 11 o'clock the next day and then leave at like three. Mm-hmm. But you don't get that. Uh, no. You don't get that privilege. So if they put it on at two, 
the same thing would happen. They could all chuff off at 12, come back at 2, mm. party the night away. Yeah. But you would at least get to be involved. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's kind of my point where it's like it's just you can't corporate – it's really hard to control that. So my boss really does a good job of trying to do as much as she can for our team on a macro level where – wait, macro is the small one, right? Macro is the big one. Micro is the small, the small one. one. I thought it was the other way around. That's no. what I thought. I thought macro is like a macrometer is smaller than a micrometer. What? I don't know. Go on. Google <laughs> I'm going to Google this. Anyway, on a small level, my boss tries to do everything she can. <laughs> Anyway, so we have all these things and I was like reminding her, I'm like, oh, we've got to do that today. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that today. And she's like, oh, because I'm kind of too icy. And she's like, oh, I'm like, we haven't done this this week. And she's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, in the end, she goes, you know what? I'm appointing you in charge of remembering to do those things and you can just lead the team on it. I'm like, okay, cool. So as my first proper initiative as chief vibe officer, I decided to buy the newsroom and advent calendar. However, it's the 3rd of November I've announced it today to the team and we have to yeah. wait a month before we can start opening it. Have what I really What calendar did you get? Just a just a Cadbury one, nothing special. But see, here's the problem is there's six of you on the team. Yeah, we'll probably So you're going to open up chocolates. six a day or no, what's no. going on here? No, 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 one a day and I've drawn, I drew names out of I I filmed a video. Do you want to hear a bit of the video? Do you want to hear a oh, bit of the God, video? Oh god, here we go. Because I sent it. Because we kind of work all different hours, so I wanted everyone because to know what the same. Hang on, that's the problem with an advent calendar. Uh, it's just a little bit of fun. It's just silly. Yeah. Fun. I yeah. Anyway, here we go. You should have gotten six. Don't talk over the video, mate. Hi, I'm <laughs> Sasha, your CVO, here with an important initiative for Christmas. At oh CVO headquarters, we know how oh important chocolate is to get through your day. So, without further ado, may I announce our Christmas initiative. The advent calendar. Oh, now, you've pulled as it out you can from behind see, your back. Yeah, can I had I? it behind my back. Yeah. <laughs> That's production quality. Fuck off. You. I think you should put these these videos onto TikTok. <laughs> because what? they're really like a a very meta parody of corporate culture. And I yeah. think these would go off. It kind of gives me very similar vibes to there's someone on TikTok um called Milligram and she pretends to be a teacher. Yes. It's it's very that kind of I love her. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same kind of vibes to me. I yeah. think you should put it on TikTok. You can do the the toxic workplace oh, pretending to not be toxic kind of thing. Do you know what, I think though, that's what you do. Do you know how many people are getting fired these days for like t- putting TikToks up? Like I was watching one the other day and a chick put a TikTok up while she was on a work meeting and in the background of her TikTok you could hear the work meeting going on. They fired her for doing that. Yeah, well, don't put it. Don't put up that a TikTok where there's a meeting sense. going on in the background. Just put put up these ones that, and then if everyone's like, "Oh, are you making fun of our culture?" You can be like, "No, I'm just spreading the chief vibes." I'm grateful for for our culture. I'm making fun yeah. of the other people's culture. Well, the general manager was all on board with me being appointed CVO, um, and we sit yeah. near the CFO. No, sorry, I think he's the coup. He's the chief operating officer, and he was walking past <laughs> while. I was talking to the general manager about this. I've never met this guy in my life. And she, because mm. he's, one, he's one of those execs that just walks around and doesn't know who anyone uh-huh. is. And I don't know, you know. And she, uh, my GM goes, Oh, Bob, not his real name. Have you heard? We've got a new, we've got a new chief, chief officer here. And he goes, Oh, my God. oh what? And she's like, this is this is Sasha. She's the chief oh vibe officer of the newsroom. Oh my God. And he was so shooketh. He was like, Oh, well, you know, we can't really. Oh. And I'm like, 
like, are you fucking kidding me? This is clearly a joke. Like oh, it yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I would love to put it, do a TikTok. No, because he, here's the thing, right? <laughs> this is what companies are doing. They're, put, they're appointing people in their 20s, <laughs> chief vibe officer, <laughs> to create culture. And well, it's just the cringiest thing. That's but they're getting paid. These twenty-year-olds getting guys, paid that's what I'm gonna hundreds say. of thousands of dollars to, maybe, for vibes. Maybe this is my pathway to a six-figure salary. Maybe even what's maybe. a million? Is that five or seven six? figures? Is a seven. million? Thank that you. That would be seven. Yep. Seven figures. I could be on my way to seven. You know. Is so that I'm what not going to knock down worth? this. Okay. Is vibe a million-dollar industry? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Here's what you do. You, you pop these these videos up on TikTok and then you start promoting yourself as a vibe consultant. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to because I'll lose my job. I, I t- I'm telling you they would pull me into a meeting if I started putting videos like that. Hey, we've been pulled into meetings before for less or more. <laughs> for the same probably, <laughs> the roughly. Same. Probably Pretty the much. same in the seriousness cat, scat, cat, yeah. category, category. Anyway, but that's not my question. My question is... Am I going overboard with Christmas too early, guys? Do I need to pull it back? Well, here's the thing. It's, the, it's oh, a day early here, so it's the 2nd of November. And we had Halloween two days ago. Mm. And it's like Halloween ends and everyone's like, right, Christmas. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of yeah. like. Straight away. I feel like it's just, I mean, it's almost Christmas Christmas vibes. But, like, I feel like it's a good, like, week and a half away. I I'm just, I, I agree with you on a normal year, but I don't know, for some reason this year, I'm really feeling Christmas. I, I always love Christmas. I'm a big Christmas gal. Um, last year, though, I was, we were trying to move states um, and were poor, so it was quite difficult. Um, the year before was, we, and the two years before that were COVID Christmases. And this year, yeah. I just feel like is the first year, everything's kind of back to normal. And I'm just, I, I just feel really like genuinely excited. I'm like organising the family Kris Kringle. I've already bought a present for someone. I'm making lists. I'm checking them twice. Like I'm I'm just in <laughs> yeah, it. I, I will say, having said that, I know it's like a couple of, I reckon it's about a week and a half out from from proper Christmas vibes. Not okay. not quite carol time yet, I think. Yeah. However, I have already bought an advent calendar for myself. Oh, nice. I've already bought a Christmas tree for our apartment and Fair. ornaments. I, yeah. I think you're fine to buy a Christmas tree, but don't you dare put it up yet. Yeah, don't put it when, up yet. What are you, what's your date, Jax? I think that we're going to put it up over because we're not doing anything for Thanksgiving because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving oh, because we're Australian. Oh, but you should. Surely but, uh, you can find an American family to celebrate with. Have I a would Thanksgiving. Love That's a big thing in LA, yeah. right? Yeah. You need friends to have a Friendsgiving. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a big plot hole there. <laughs> um, no, because Thanksgiving I think is the Thursday and we get a long weekend. So we get like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So I think even if we did like go to a um, – dinner or something, we've got the whole weekend, the whole rest of the weekend to put the bloody tree up. And I think that's the right weekend for the tree. Sorry, what was the date? Yeah, when's Thanksgiving again? Thanksgiving this year is the weekend of uh, the 26th is the Saturday. So I think Thanksgiving is on the 24th and then we've got the whole rest of that weekend to uh, pop up the tree. Guys, I think I'm going to go early this year and I think I'm going to go the 19th. No, that's too early. No, I have a reason. So obviously not for the next two weeks. The weekend I wanted to do it is the 26th, same weekend as you, right? But I'm going out for dinner on the 26th. Now, the way I like to do the Christmas trees is a full day event. You've got to 
get the decorations out, pull the tree yep. out. You've got to put the tree together. You've got to put on the Christmas tunes. And then I think yep. you've got to be at home the night you put it up so that you can have the first turning on of the lights uh, on the tree. You can enjoy it, um, which I means see, that then we couldn't do it to the 3rd of December. And then we only get four weeks of Christmas tree. I think I'm going to go for six <sighs> this year. I'm yeah, going to go no, hard. See, I, I, get, um, I get smart lights for our Christmas tree, so there's no oh, real me too. turning on of the lights. And so I kind of think it's nice to go out for dinner, come, come home, back. and the lights are the on. Lights are that's on. when you want it on, yes. And that's you're like, what oh, my exactly God, look at our do. tree. Yeah, see, we have solar panel outdoor lights, um, yeah, which yeah. we have to wait. And in Melbourne it was so frustrating because in Melbourne the sun doesn't fucking set in summer till like <laughs> 9 o'clock. And yeah. that's when I used to, used, used to go to bed for work, or still do. So I would get literally two minutes of Christmas lights. Oh, and I'd also get them at 3 in the morning when I was leaving and I was like, oh, look how, how festive now I'm going to work. Um, so we could do that with the outdoor lights, but we do have old-fashioned plug-in lights for just, our Christmas here's, tree. Okay, here's, here's, a, here's a tip. Just pop on down to Bunnings or Kmart and you can get a little um, smart plug for your lights, pop, it, pop your lights into the smart plug and then into the wall and then boot up the app on your smart plug and then you can just set it. Set it. So what's and the deal like though? Why, but why eight wouldn't bucks I just, or something, you get a smart Hang on, hang on. It. This is the thing with yeah. fucking smart shit. What? Why would I not just walk over to the wall and switch the lights on? Why do I have to do it through my phone? Because it's so much effort to – firstly, it's it a lot of effort lot of to walk effort. over to the wall. It is but so secondly, much effort. Secondly, right here's off. the thing. you got to walk over to the wall, you got to turn it on, and then you got to turn it off at some point. Yeah. No, nah, yep. we just leave it on overnight. Actually, no, Shane turns them on. And it's the same thing. You just walk over and turn it off. It's much easier when they see once you, yeah, the you don't know what you're missing because we've Absolutely. we've got like smart switches like on the walls in our place so we can we can either walk over to the wall or we can just talk to the house and it does it yep. for us exactly. I don't think I've actually walked over to the switch in months. Exactly. And Jess is the same. Jess is Jess didn't want it when we first started installing it and now she's the same. She won't get up for it. Don't you hang on? Laziness is addictive. But don't you guys rent? <laughs> don't you guys rent? Like, how do you uh, install the light switches? We we got permission from our landlord oh, to put in. I've, I've got the light switches still here in the cupboard that we're going to swap hey. them back out oh when we move God. out. If you don't want to do switches, you can do globes, and globes requires that you just unscrew your old globe and screw in a smart globe, and that's that's yep. easy done. I think um, for us, we have a, a lamp, and uh, the lamp goes on at forty five minutes be- set to go on forty five minutes before sunset, and so then I just add the Christmas tree to the routine. And so the lamp goes on, the tree goes on, and then when you go to bed, I say, Alexa, good night, and she turns everything off. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that's being able be- to say That's the night. best part as well is that once you've got a few of them, I just go, I'm not going to say the, the wake word, but I just go reset the lounge room and it turns all of the ceiling lights off and it puts yeah. the light behind the TV on. Do you have a secret code word for yours? No, no, as in I, I say blah, blah, Google, but I don't want Oh, you're don't not saying it because you don't want... Oh, to go I off. I don't want people oh. listening to be, yeah, I'm, I'm more considerate than, than Jack's. You can change it though. You can say, you can change it to think. I think Alexa, you can have it say, you can say computer, do this. Computer, computer good night. Or you can, there's a few different yeah, names. There's a few other call. options. Anyway, we've gone off topic. I'm just going to back myself in that it's just time to start celebrating Christmas. <sighs> Prior Kerry's defrosted, Bublé's on the way. <laughs> We're on I think here. we're going to have to do a Christmas special episode again this year. Um, yes. So stay tuned for that. It's probably going to be a few weeks away. We've only we've really not got honestly, guys. There's not that long left in the year. There's less than sixty days to the end of the year. Yep, which is why it's time to celebrate Christmas. Woo-hoo. Can I re-gift yeah. the thing that I got you last year because it's still sitting behind me? <laughs> Absolutely not. 
<laughs> no, you must keep that forever. All Sell right. it one I'll day. Hold on to it. Say you got it on the Can We Help You podcast. <laughs> Speaking of, let's answer some other people's questions. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I got a question here. <laughs> yeah, from Ronnie. Hello, uh, Ronnie. The one that you have was very long. I have cut it down as much ah. as I could while oh, we were goodness while gracious, we were it's um, still very long. Yeah, it's still very long. I'm sorry. Okay. This one's a long one. Ronnie um, is is in desperate need of some advice. Ronnie's written to us at Can We Help oh You God, Podcast at gmail dot so com. Yep, and they've said, "Hey guys, this may be long." <laughs> <laughs> They said, I'd love some advice on the relationship with my mum. I'll try and keep it as brief as I can. All right. Strap yourselves in. Straps. My mum and I have always been really close. Mum and dad have never had a close relationship. We all lived together for many years before my brother moved out when he was 25 and I moved out last year. I'm 31. My mum filed for divorce um, with my dad and I do believe that this has been a bit of a long time coming and honestly the right thing to do so they can both move on with their lives independently. I understand that some relationships just do not work and some people are not compatible with each other. Uh, My mum has always kind of had a bit of a relationship with another man. Let's say his name's George. G'day, George. Hey, Georgie. Um, She's always uh, deemed him as just a friend and violently denies... (laughs) Any romantic relationship has ever occurred. I wonder what violently denies means. Anyway. I don't know if I want to know. She still maintains this. They go out to concerts together. They have meals together. She's taken his dog to the vet and he's perfectly capable of taking his own dog to the vet. Um, Six weeks ago she was invited to a wedding of a long-term family friend. And my dad obviously didn't want to go because they're, you know, uh, now obviously on the rocks. Um, I assumed she would go alone. Um, However, the night before she went, she sat me down and told me she was taking George with her but purely for the car journey, the four-hour car journey, and not for the wedding. Mm -hmm. I told her that due to some of the family issues George has caused in the past, I would never want to spend time or speak to the man, but if she felt like she needed company, then she can do that if she wants. The wedding was a three-day trip. Um, I did wonder what he was going to be doing in in the interim period, but I didn't think too much about it. I just carried on with my day. Uh, When it was all over, photos started to appear on Facebook and lo and behold, he's in all the photos with her. I texted her and I said, I need some space from you, mum. And her reply was, if it's to do with the wedding, then fine. And that's the last contact. That's the last I heard from her. That was six weeks ago. I feel a bit lied to, but moreover, I feel bad for the complete and utter disregard for my dad. Uh, Ronnie's confused about what... uh, 
she's telling people at the wedding, you know, whether they're together or whether they're just friends. Um, she's made no effort to contact me to talk about it and has since posted many posts with him on social media. Ronnie writes, my question is, do I make contact? I was the one asking for space, so I think she's thinking it's up to me to contact her, but she clearly is aware of my issue with everything. She's a bit stubborn, and I don't think she will be the one to make contact first. I just feel really hurt, uh, and I feel that I've lost my mum while she's in a bubble of, of obsession with this man named George and doesn't want to face some home truths and some questions that I have from her. Any advice, any help would be very useful. Love from Ronnie. Oof, Ronnie. What a story. Now, before <sighs> we get story. into this. Hey, that was a good story. Can I just say? Good storyteller, story. Ronnie. Maybe yeah. you should go into a career in storytelling. Story um, I, I should point out that Ronnie's original message was about double that. Really? Oh, so Franco. Good storytelling, Franco. <laughs> yeah, very well. Yeah, I think just before we start going on this. Yes. Let's try not to get bogged down too much in the details because this is yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to this and I think, you know, for a podcast, people don't want to sit here and listen to us <laughs> delve really fucking deep into someone's family drama. I think. The Although main, I'm kind of interested. Ronnie, maybe you should come on the podcast. We can delve ooh. into your family drama. I think the main, the, the main question Ronnie's asking is should she reach out to her mum first to try and sort this out? I... I'm really sorry, Ronnie, that your mum is the type of person who is so stubborn that she wouldn't kind of try and break bread with her own daughter. Um, I kind of feel like that's kind of what you want from a parent. The parent is always, no matter how old you get, the adult. You know what I mean? Like my parents will always be the adult in the situation. I'm always It's the funny child. because the older that you get, yeah. uh, I, I feel this way anyway, but the older that I get, I feel like I just... Like I age, but I feel like I've not gotten really any older. Like I'm like, oh, man, my knees, they're <laughs> fucked. But I'm like, I still feel like I'm like 22. Yeah. And I, I wonder about that because like my parents would have been in their early 30s when they had me and I'm 30 and I think, God, I always just viewed my parents as being, you know, adults and always having like, you know, answers to things and, you know, you just you just assume your parents like just know things and mm. that they're adults and being an adult means that you know how life works and that you have your shit together and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But the closer that I get to being, well, I guess I am the age of an adult and you sort of think. I hate to break it to you. Oh, you I, mean, I don't really have my shit together. I don't know what I'm doing. Like if, if I had a kid and they were like, what about this? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Who do you think <laughs> I am? You know? Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing. I think some people, you know. Uh, are the way they are and sounds like your mum's a rather stubborn lady, Ronnie. I don't think to me, and you don't go into any detail and we did double check the original message, you don't go any, into any detail about what issues this George person caused. I wonder yeah. if it's just perhaps the divorce itself. I think yeah. I have, yeah, just one idea. The one thing that I did cut out is uh, the fact that Ronnie says, I'm just trying to find it here, yeah. Ronnie says that her dad is the most wonderful man and I feel so loyal to him after witnessing the way that her mum speaks to him in his own home and the amount of disrespect that she seems to have for him. So I think it's not really about George maybe, but maybe the fact that the relationship between her parents is a bit mm. rocky. 
Yeah, and look, I mean, George has been obviously around for a while, as Ronnie says, and it's possible that, you know, Ronnie hasn't gone into it, but it's possible that, um, you know, de- depending on the kind of person that you are, it's possible that even whatever it is that their relationship is, but, but you know, let's just say that they're just really good friends, um, that can not. cause I- issues. For some, you know, that can cause issues for some people and it can be like, you know, what are you doing with George? And it's like nothing and then that causes tension in, the, in a relationship where, you know. Yeah. Um, George is definitely not just a friend. and I You don't think? think? No, no way. And I don't think he probably ever was. Do you think maybe that they were friends whilst Ronnie's mum was married and once they got divorced, either, either, they got divorced and then she was like, George, I'm getting divorced. And then they kind of, you know, no, hey, I- let's go on a wedding together. Or do you think that George was finally like, look, I want you get divorced or I'm not, you can't have me. And she was like, all right, fine. I think it's probably somewhere in the I, middle. I feel like. Yeah, I reckon it's a mix of both. I feel like um, they probably started off as friends. Um, yeah. And then I feel like the relationship Ronnie's mum had with Ronnie's dad started to deteriorate and she had a really good close friend in George yeah. and it developed from there. That's my you suspicion. You got a friend in George. <laughs> but we don't know. Ronnie, to like. Break it right down to the basics. Life is way too short to not talk to your mum over a personal relationship that she has. And kind of to Jack's point, Jax's point, our parents are, are, are people. Like I think yeah. we hold them, usually if you're lucky enough to have decent parents, you hold them in such high regard. But they make mistakes and fuck up and do shitty things just like we do. And I think that, you know, I... I think that it's important you support your dad and I'm not talking about anything to do with your dad as such, but more just directly the relationship with your mum. It is not worth losing that relationship just to be pissed off at her on behalf of your dad or whatever. It's clear that there it's probably too rocky for there to be any kind of um, uh, uh, cohesiveness with your family for a while. Hopefully it gets there down the track but I think that you should reach out to your mum and I think you should say to her, um, you know, I just want you to be honest with me about the relationship with George, Um, have the conversation and then move on and then try not to make your relationship about that at all, Um, you know. But also maybe just accept that, you know, your mum wants to have this person in her life and that's her choice Um, as long as he's not an axe murderer or like he doesn't (laughs) run over bunnies or something. Like just, you know, it's we can't control anyone else's life, particularly our parents, as much as we would maybe like to sometimes. And I think that you just need to accept that George is going to be part of her life now um, and have as good of a relationship as you can with her. And it may not be perfect. You might have a strained relationship with your mum forevermore, you know. But, you know, if you appreciate her influence in your life and you love her, which I'm sure you do, then it's probably worth making the effort to rekindle your relationship. Yeah, sometimes you have to be the bigger person. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, you can't choose your family, can you? So, you know, our family are all people, you know, whether they're your immediate family or your extended family, they're still your family and they're everyone's got their own shit going on. And sometimes family are weird, man. Like sometimes they're weird. But I'm of the opinion that... Family's family and, like, you are very much, as you know, particularly as you're an adult, Ronnie's 31, um, you can very much, I think when you get to a certain age, particularly when you become more of an adult yourself, you can look at your parents as people and your family as just people who 
you know, you don't have to be their best friend in the world if you don't want to be. You don't have to have, you know, be on the phone to them for an hour every night or whatever, you know, whatever you once maybe expected your relationship to be. But, you know, you could still accept them for who they are and the kind of person that they are and still have a relationship with them and, you know, know that, you know, they will probably be there for you and you can be there for them in whatever capacity that you want to. Yeah, and and I I agree. I think um, the other point I was going to make was... Like, I am all for cutting toxic family members out of your life if you need to. Like, if it's that bad, Ronnie, it didn't sound that bad by your message, which is why I'm saying I think you should try and mend fences with your mum. But if you've got a really toxic family member, I don't think you should ever feel obliged to keep that relationship going if they're making your life miserable. Don't bother. Cut them off, you know, and and and, and move on. And I'm talking about that's in usually pretty extreme circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Ronnie's at that point yet. But if it is and we've misread your message, Ronnie, don't feel pressured to have a relationship with your mum if she's only going to make your life difficult. Um, You know, there's other people that can fill those holes. You know, friends can be family as well. (laughs) Just like George fills holes, if you know what I'm saying. Sounds like Ronnie's coming. The second you said it. Just like George was. (laughs) I shouldn't shouldn't have said holes, eh? Shouldn't Uh, have said filling holes. Yeah, Um, really. No, Ronnie, it sounds like you're going through a rough time at the moment and, you know, I'm sure things will get better and I hope things get better. You know what the other thing is? Bloody girls and mums, eh? Girls and mums just have really confusing relationships, I reckon. I was actually talking to someone about this recently. It was a friend of mine and it's this weird thing that I've actually only just kind of noticed where Mm. I'm meaner to my mum than my dad and... Girls I don't and mums, I'm telling you. I don't know why. Um, I don't know whether I'm just, uh, yeah, I I don't mean to be because Shane's always like, fuck, you're like, you're mean to your mum sometimes. I'm like, I don't mean to be mean. Like I'm just, it's just, I don't know, maybe I feel like she has to love me no matter what. So, you know, uh, I feel like I can get away with more. Not that I don't feel like my, my dad will love me no matter what either, but. I don't know. Yeah, but do you think it's because dads tend to be like, oh, you know, that's my little girl and mums are just like, you're my child and, you know, be a good child? No, I don't think that was ever the – I think, yes, that can be the case, but that wasn't the dynamic with us. Mum's always talked more, dad's always been more quiet, so maybe Mm -hmm. I just – dad hasn't hasn't (laughs) had the opportunity to piss me off as much as mum has sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, good luck I'm with t- it, Ronnie. I'm not, say- I'm not saying that all girls and all with their mums have a confusing relationship, but I think a lot of girls have confusing relationships with their mums, even if they have a really good relationship. Yeah, or they've like, had a really good upbringing. I think yeah. it, there's just there's something in that. I don't know what it is, but no, it just feels right. like a consistent right. thing. I think there should be a study into it because you're right. I had a fabulous upbringing. My relationship with my parents is excellent and has been for my entire life. I'm very very and lucky, yet. and yet. I'll still find reasons to get shirty with my mum. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. Let's get a psych on to talk to us about that. Maybe Dr. Katrina Rountree. I know she's not a psych, but she's, she's a doctor. She's not a psych. She's a, wait. A veterinarian. Yeah. No. Is Katrina Rountree? Katrina Rountree, isn't she the getaway presenter? Yeah, mate. You're, Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of the, the <laughs> She's hi, on, she's on getaway, yeah. Yeah, and I'm in the Maldives where I'm going to show you how to experience the best <laughs> of the I island. Thinking of? Oh, yeah, she's Let's, not a doctor. Let's just get her on anyway. She can tell us about the, <gasps> Great the psyche of We shouldn't have told him, Franco. Relationship. We shouldn't have told <laughs> she's him. She's not a doctor at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's a journalist. She <laughs> went to the same college that I oh did. Oh, my God. Well, who's the doctor? 
um, uh, Katrina, we were fucking talking about her the other day. Uh, Dr. Katrina, she's a vet as well. She's not even a human doctor. She's a Katrina doctor. Warren. Oh, yeah. We don't Katrina know Warren? She's just Katrina. The one with the, Katrina, Katrina, yeah. the one with the border collie, right? Dr. Katrina Warren. My internet's not fucking working. Never mind. Yeah, that's her. Dr. Katrina. Ah, oh, yeah. They're two different people. <laughs> but also she's a fucking vet. Like she's not yeah, a doctor. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I was saying. She's a vet, but we can still get her on. <laughs> well, You know get- what? On yeah. her Wikipedia at least, she yeah, I think she was in a lot of like shows, Better Homes and Gardens and stuff. I don't know if she's actually a vet. Oh, she is. I think she is. She's a vet. She's, she's a, a doctor. Vet. Yeah, she was on Harry's Practice. She did All the, the animal segments, but I don't know if she's practice. a vet. She's, a tough she's another vet. one who she's a vet. We, we're going to get her on for our Forgotten Australian Celebrities series. Oh, yeah, good one. Good How's one. the reception been on that, by the way? Literally um, anyone interested? I haven't reached out yet to Axel. You said so, you were um, going to reach out to Axel. I know, I know, I know. But I'm no, going no, to. Sorry, I'm going what, to. I, what I meant is has anyone contacted oh, you, interest. Jax, to say that that sounds like a good podcast that I would listen to? Um, look. I feel like you might... One of the very select few that would enjoy that. Look, I think we should put it out there. If you build it, they will come, I say. Well, just like George did. Ah. That wasn't a very good joke. Okay. All right, let's move on Uh, to close this out. Got a question here from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Thank you for your question. Hello, Ronnie. I have a friend who I have just loaned $300 to. Uh, he has said that he's left himself he's left himself short to pay rent after paying all his bills. Oh, here we go. Um, I have distantly known this guy for a couple of years, but in the last few months we've become closer friends. During this time, I've noticed that he loves to go to the pub and drink, and not just one or two. I'm not sure if this is continuing now that he is short of money. He has said that he expects to pay me back in one to two months. Do you ever think I'll see my $300 again? And if I see him at the pub again or a drinking session, should I say something? Can you help me love, Ronnie? Ooh, this uh, this Ooh, Ronnie. reminds me of someone that I used to work with. Who oh, <laughs> would that be? <laughs> no, the difference with Jax is just that he was lazy and just couldn't be bothered to transfer you the money. That's true. Yeah. That's look, true. It was never $300. I would have and, been knocking yeah. the door down and, if look, it was $300. Honestly, if I did that, I would probably have been like, if I saw it at the pub, I'd be like, oh, mate, I'll, I'll shout you a bloody beer or something. Like, at least, you know, as 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 part of a, a oh, you know, What a thanks. saint you are. <laughs> you are $300, you gotta, dollars, Thanks for the beer. beer. Can I have the other 290 now? <laughs> I reckon if you see if Ronnie sees old mate down the pub, he's got to be like, "Oh mate, your shout, eh?" Uh, you know. Because- yeah, I mean, fuck. I think yeah, look, like that's that's yeah, a good way of dealing it with it. Like a week in, like when yeah, true. But if it's been what three months, I don't. Mm, well, how I don't did know. He, well, he only just loaned it, and he's he's it hasn't been two months. So the friend said it'll yeah, take the me two months to pay you back. It'll take two months. I mean, oh, okay. Right. Do you know what the friend's doing? The friend what? is trying to have, have his a cake. loan? Have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, essentially. So he's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, um, I'll pay you back. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put away $50 a week over the next few weeks so that I can just pay him back in chunks rather than just get the money and go, it's like here you go. $38 a week or something. That he, and he's, I, he's doing it so that he can still go to the pub and have a beer and they can still get his weekly takeaway and that he can buy a new jumper from the shop. Like he's he's eking it out so that he 
um, doesn't have to cough up 300 bucks and be poor for a month or a week or however often he gets paid. That's what he's doing. Plain and simple. I do it with my mum all the time. Yep. Oh, yeah, my mum <laughs> tries to be a little bit. Good way of doing it. I could just give her the whole amount, but I choose not yeah, to so that I can it. still go to the pub so and have a beer. So you still do whatever you want. Ronnie, yeah, see? give your mate the benefit of the doubt. You agreed to the loan. Um, it's not like he stole it from you and he's like, oh, fuck, well, I'll pay you back in six months. You agreed to the loan. Give him the two months. If you see him at the pub in this two months, I probably just be like, "Oh, comment. your shout, eh? Hey, your yeah. shout." No. I mean, you maybe maybe can make a little joke about it, um, but give him the benefit of the doubt. You agreed. He said two months. Give him the yeah. Two months. He's giving you the time on two months. Give him the two months. After that, break his kneecaps. <laughs> yeah. If, if anything, I think <laughs> I think a, a joke here and there is a good thing. Uh, uh, you know, just a little subtle reminder. Mm. But. Mm, yeah, it's tricky then, after that two months is up because they're maybe not breaking kneecaps, but that's when the friendship gets a bit difficult. That's when you've got to call him in and go, hey, where's my money? Oh, my God. You've spent way too long in America. <laughs> what do you mean? You've gone all mob boss on us. <laughs> we need to get you back. Um, you get another week to get me my money. <laughs> You're fucked. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing more frustrating than seeing your friend who owes you money spending money. There's just nothing. Oh yeah. It's it's very frustrating. I'll Jax. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey. What? I I pay people back eventually. Yeah. You're like this mate. After you've gone to the pub a few times, after you've had a few more burritos. It wouldn't take me two months though. It it would take you never if people didn't remind you. That's the worst thing. <laughs> oh, that's a hundred percent true. I remember when I when I actually officially left Melbourne, and I think it was it, just talking about Christmas early. I think it was like a few days before Christmas that you actually mm. sent me a bunch of money and you said Merry <laughs> Christmas, but it was just the money that you owed me. That's yeah. fucked. That's fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I poor did do form. That. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you're the one who like the podcast owes you money rather than the other way around. Like otherwise we'd be in a lot of trouble if you owe the podcast money. The podcast would never say it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I had to loan the podcast money to get us out of debt, thank you. So. Yeah, well, we weren't in debt. We just had to pay for something. Yeah, we had to, so we had How the hell are we in We're debt? We're not in debt. <laughs> We're <laughs> we not in debt. To pay. Yeah, let's be clear. We just had to pay a business bill. That's all it was. We're not, you know, coughing up yeah, money we had left, someone, right and We had someone going, <laughs> The podcast owes me money. Where's my money? <laughs> sure, that. Sure. I reckon oh, I could be a mob God. boss. I don't know. Probably. I reckon yeah. I'd be good because I'd be so unassuming. You'd have to toughen up your look a bit, I feel. I'd you be look like, like nah, very that's, unthreatening. That's I'd be yeah, like, hey, yeah, yeah, no, come I know over. What you and, mean. Then, and then people come over, you have dinner, and then you give them a couple of looks, and then you're like, hey, come over into the study. And they're like, Ugh. close the door. <laughs> hey, you got to go and take out Jimmy. Oh, stop. People might get offended. Would anyone get offended by that? Who's going to get offended? If you're know. a mob boss that is offended by this. <laughs> if yep. you're part um, of the mafia, oh, God. Please don't break our kneecaps. Oh, my God. Please don't break. Please don't break my kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be scared. You should go to war with this rival gang. Yeah, that's true. I'm the, is it the Jets in West Side Story? I've never, of course, of, of course your reference to mob bosses is a fucking musical. <laughs> it's you, the two gangs. What? <laughs> The f- that is that is the most Jack's reference I've ever heard. It's God, not the Godfather. The Godfather it's not the, the Sopranos, Sopranos. None of that. It's fucking West Side, West Side story. story. You are unbelievable. Well, I don't know which mob it is in um in <laughs> the Godfather. 
Well, he knows it's Marlon yeah, Brando. It's, it's the Jets the and the Sharks. Wedding. Yeah, the Jets and Sharks. Oh, I'm real scared of the Sharks. Oh, better, better <laughs> run. Jesus. Oh, no, oh, well, good luck, Ronnie. Well, there you go. Maybe if all else fails, you can enlist Jax from the scary. Yeah. Uh, the Can We Help You mob. The Can We Help You Mafia. And I'll be like, I'll call up your mate. And I'll be like, where's my money? Maybe that's a good way for us to make some money. Yeah, we we'll can just extort people. people. We'll start a mob. <laughs> start a mafia. Great idea. The question is, what would our roles be? In this mafia, so Jax, are you taking mob boss? I'm the mob boss. I'm the, the the king. You know, in the Simpsons, they have what's his name, Silent Johnny or something. He doesn't say the anything. Fat Tony. No, no, I'm oh, the wait, fat no. Tony. Yeah, there's Silent. Oh, Silent so you're the fat Tony. Tony. Yeah, there's I'm, Silent yeah, there's someone, two other and he doesn't say anything. That's Franco. Franco just stands yeah. there. He's just making up numbers. But he's the real scary one, though, right? He's because the one that do you. all of the work. Yeah, I think you're, you're talking about Johnny Tightlips. Johnny yeah, Johnny Tightlips. <laughs> uh, what role? What you say about Johnny Tightlips? What would I? Who would I be? Um. <laughs> what role in the mob would I play? I don't know. Probably the 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 one of the annoying wives. Oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you and your stereotypes. <laughs> hey, fuck you! Hey! <laughs> hey! Oh, hey! Um. Well, there you go. You. Thanks for listening to Can We Help You Podcast. Now, yeah, now we're just going way down too many stereotypes. Um, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as we enjoyed recording it for you. Um, get in touch with us. Can we help you podcast at gmail.com? Can we help you podcast.com? The Ronnie Room. Can we help you podcast.com forward slash room? Welcome to our new, we had a few um, Ronnie Room members join. Subscribers. Um, because we directed them Welcome. to so that they could see the AI photos that we posted. Aye, photos. Aye. Aye. Um, and, yeah, and that's it for another week, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Friends. Bye. 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 I was trying to be a mob boss. See oh. you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.